At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Hello, everyone. Cody here. This episode is going to be some highlights from the 2021 Haunted America Conference where I set up a table and I have people come and tell me ghost stories. And, you know, normally I get your, your typical your typical ghost stories, but this year was very, very different. I'm going to show you some stuff just from Friday night, just from day one. And even with just this first night, I have, I have ghost stories, I have dead cats, I have skinwalkers, aliens. And then this really weird thing happened toward the end of the episode where we were talking about this woman's husband maybe trying to communicate with her, and then my computer just makes this weird noise. And I can't explain it. Uh, I'm going to put out some of the other stuff that I talked to people about on Saturday, um, on the second day, sometime later this season. I don't know if it'll be a bonus episode or a regular episode or what. Um, and then we're going to get back to Haunted Hollywood on Tuesday, August 31st. But for now, please enjoy some of my conversations from the Haunted America Conference 2021. Uh, tell me your name, tell me your occupation, what's your deal? What are we doing here? Where are we? Where are we, Patrick? What are we doing? Well, hey, Cody, we are actually at the Haunted America Conference in beautiful Alton, Illinois. Mm -hmm. Back in 2020, uh, back in 2020, we lost it yeah. due to the pandemic, but we're back bigger, better, and better than ever in 2021. I'm excited. It looks different so far just because of how the setup is, yeah. but it looks bigger already. Yeah. There's tons of people here. It is 2.40 p.m., and this does not start for a while. No, it doesn't. But 4 o'clock, they're checking everybody in. But, you know, you and I are sitting here on the microphone with our Paranormal Punch, which is one of the features this year at the uh, conference, and it comes in a souvenir cup. So the punch is 4 bucks, and you get $5. You get a souvenir cup that you get to take home. I love it too. Yeah, it's these perfect cups that I use. I use these to mix my eggs actually when I make eggs because it's the go. perfect size for either two or three eggs. Yeah. And I love that. And now this has the logo on it. Um, there you go. So yeah, this is perfect. Little haunted omelet there for you. A little haunted, haunted omelet. omelet. You know, you sometimes go. the 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 yolks do look like ghosts. I guess I've there seen some memes about that. Uh, what's been going on with you, man? We haven't caught up in a while. What have you been well, doing? Well, um, basically, um, I was one of those few people with, during the uh, pandemic that actually did not have to work from home. I had to go into the office every day. Oh, man. So outside of uh, I did, I was one of the lucky few that did wind up getting COVID, uh -huh. did get, get through it and did get cured. So nice. Got my shots and everything. This is, this is, we're back. We're back. This, the 2021 conference is here. You know, there's a heck of a lineup. Everybody's excited. Everyone I've just talked to today who's here, they're they're ready just to have a good weekend. Got some heavy hitters. And Troy's doing, I see, a breakfast with Edgar Allan Poe on Sunday morning. I have already told Julie at the check-in desk, you better have my name on that list because I'm going to be there. Yeah, I haven't seen any of his Edgar Allan Poe stuff, so that should be interesting. Yeah. He did have that book come out, uh, Nevermore, yep. I believe. Um, yeah. yeah, he's, uh, you know, he, he was, he was a writing fiend over the last year. He was. And he also literally 
caused me to spend a lot of money because <laughs> every, every it seemed every other week I was looking at, oh, we have this now for sale. Right. Like, as you can see, I have my hundred. Ah, you got hat, the hat, yeah. Got the shirts. I, you know, I mean, all of this stuff is pen, you know, post stuff that he was doing. All the books. Yeah. I got books at home. I haven't even been able to read. Oh yeah, a story of my life. But I mean, I'm sure he really appreciates all the support. Um, and uh, yeah, I like your uh, the year without the conference shirt. Yeah. Uh, Together in spirit, I, I believe it was called. But dang, I mean, what are you what are you looking forward to most? this conference you think i mean aside from just being here, here again yeah well you know um for me i've always enjoyed everyone who pre you know presents mm -hmm. to me i learned so much um from the different presentations i mean even troy zager Allen poe i can't wait for that because um i actually one year i was i actually attended his tour that he did in gettysburg mm -hmm. and you have to fly into baltimore and then drive to Gettysburg. Okay. And so we actually um, had time afterwards. So we actually went down, found Poe's house, and nice. And was you know downtown Baltimore, you know, in the Baltimore area. It's in a very sketchy neighborhood, and it happened to be it wasn't open at the time. They were mm -hmm. doing some fixing up, but we got to see it. So that was kind of cool. Yeah. You know, and uh, so it was, and he's just so he's fascinating character. Sure. You know, so, but you know, a lot of the other presenters, there's always something new I learn about different things going on. I mean, and the, I'm looking forward, Small Town Monsters is actually doing a viewing of one of their documentary things that looks really good. Oh, awesome. I'm excited about that. Yeah, what, what's that all about? Something in know? Ohio. Okay. I, I didn't, I don't remember, but it's on the list. And, yeah. And uh, I've seen a couple of their documentaries and I've always enjoyed them. So I can't, this is the first time I think they've actually done this type of thing here. So that's really cool. Awesome. Okay, so I'm sitting here right now with the Haunted America 2021 schedule of events. Some cool. events and speakers are subject to change. But uh, so like I said, the day the doors are opening at 4, and that's just a big kind of like mingle fest for a while. People get to walk around and see what's going on. Definitely. And then it really kicks off later tonight um, with, with uh, well, this starts every year with Luke and Lynn's uh, Strange, Strange stuff, stuff, which is, how do you describe it? It's like sketch comedy, kind of. It's just, you know, it is just weird tales from beyond the veil, I guess is a good way to do it. They've been, you know, this was started years and years ago by, and I cannot remember the guy's name, but he's a longtime friend of Troy's and mm -hmm. Len's, and he passed away. Oh, and right. Luke, and Luke and Len have kind of picked up the gauntlet, and they do it. And it gives, you know, it just gives them a chance to share odd and strange tales and just kind of loosen everybody up before before they start, you know, the official conference. They mm -hmm. do a little bit here, a little bit there. And, and then, it, you know, depending on how well it goes, it goes long, goes short. Sure. And then, you know, we start, and then it's off to the races. You know, it's always a it's always a great time. It's always odd. You always find something, and you know, there's a little bit of audience participation. Yeah, everybody has a little fun. Yeah, I'm excited for it. every year they do something just more and more ridiculous. Um, and then there's the conference speakers panel, which also yeah. happens every Friday night. But I get to host it this year. Oh wow! There I'm you excited. Go. I'm not exactly sure what you I'm know, gonna do. You, you know, no, gonna, I know everything. You're, you're gonna pull, pull like your uh, Jerry Springer. I don't think so. I, so I'm debating on wearing the T-shirt I had upstairs that I was wearing earlier. I, it's it's really hot in here right now, so I'm like sweating. Um, or I have like a whole vest and tie and everything, and like really getting classed up. So I'm not sure which way I'm going to lean yet. Um, it depends on the air, how well the air conditioning is working in the hall. That's, that is, that's, that's where a, you're going to go. That's a big deal. Yeah. Um, and then there's again, there's going to be after hours events. Um, yeah. Both nights, so there's like there's some workshops, uh, Dreaming of the Dead, there's Haunted and Bound, uh, there's Ghost Hunts at McPike Mansion, Ghost Hunts at Mineral Springs, and these things will happen um, each night with some with some variants in between them. But yeah. there's always stuff to do even afterward. And then tomorrow's just 
a long day, a long day of just vendors, presentations, yeah. and meeting people, reconnecting with people. This is where I see like a lot of my friends, you know, for like the right. one time a year or something, or, or it's where I meet new friends that then I look forward exactly. to seeing the next right. year. And you, you wind up get, connecting with people you haven't talked to in forever and and different things. And before you know it, it takes you on a whole new path for the for the year to come. Yeah. You know what's going on. It's just kind of the kickoff. But yeah, no, it's, uh, I know April Sauter's doing a couple workshops this yeah. year. And then we have the Experiments H37 or something like that that is being done by the... Okay. Yeah, uh, it's up there. It's one of those... Oh, um, okay. All, all day. Experiment H437. 437. By Richard yeah. E. Step and Lisa Crick. With the Lisa people Crick. from the... Cap, the Curiosity Museum or whatever. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Those two, they, I mean, they have got, I mean, they have got some really haunted stuff. Oh, and we also have that raffle that happens raffle. every year. I won a Ouija board the first year I was here, yeah. and it's hanging on my wall still. And it just, oh man. Wait, will you like if you like if you like the Ouija, wait till you see what the setup is in there. I snuck into yeah. the into the vendor room and uh-huh. they got a, some a cool whole corner of Ouija boards oh, that looks really cool. Yeah, yeah that's awesome. I'm excited for this. Well, thanks for helping me kick this off. Oh, hey, man. And um, and thank you for the drink, by the way. That was a oh. perfect way to get this started. Get the, so, yeah. Start with a cocktail. Cheers. You know, hey. Absolutely. So there I'm going go. to, I think I'm going to just wander the room, tell people what we're doing over here, and see if anybody wants to chat. Sure. Hey. Anything you want to plug at this time, by the way? Well, you know what? What I'm do you got? I, I figure... I owe Troy and everybody because I've met so many great people, so we could just do a shameless plug for... Are you tired of your boring Saturday nights? Do you need something interesting to do? Mm-hmm. Come on out to Alton for the Haunted Alton Tours. Oh. All are online at AmericanHauntingsInc.com and AmericanHauntings.com. Look up, come and see, take the tours, bus tours, overnights, dinners with. They're all there. Come this fall, have a spooky-tacular time. We need to hire this man for voice actor work. If anybody out there knows somebody, let's get them in touch. Thank you so much, man. Shameless plug for Troy. And, and I actually volunteer for years. I, I got to know Troy so many years ago. I actually have to figure out. I, the only way I know how long I've known Troy is that the first year that Ghost Hunters was on Sci-Fi, mm-hmm. that was the year that I actually first met Troy. Oh, wow. And I've known him since then. Yeah. I've been to almost all the conferences. I, I started coming on so many tours. He's just say, you know what? If you show up and help us caboose the tours, you know, you can come along. And sure. I've had so many cool experiences. It's just great. And so plugging the Haunted Alton tours that are coming up in the fall, which are always fun and exciting, and his dinner with, dinner with events right. and his River Road tours, they're just they're worth the price of admission, as they say. So anytime I can, I can promote it, I will, because it's just a great time. Awesome. Well, I really appreciate it. I'm sure he does, too. All right. Let's see who we got in this room. Yeah. It's okay. I do. It's always important to hit record before you start moving shit around. (laughs) Okay, so I'm back at the Haunted America Conference. Um, My name is Cody Beck. I'm the co-host of American Hauntings Podcast. Who are you guys? What's your deal? What are we doing here? I'm Jessica, and this is Amy. Hello, Jessica. Amy, nice to meet you both. And this is, what, year five for us? Five or six. Last year would have been year five, I think, if that happened last year. Right, right. And where where are you all from? I live in Columbia, Missouri. Okay. She lives in O'Fallon, Missouri. Gotcha. So. Awesome. So what brings you out to this weird, spooky place? Well, we saw it online, uh, what was it, 2015, I guess, would have been the first year we went, and uh, thought, well, let's give it a try, because 
living so far away, mm-hmm. there has to be like some sort of event to bring us together sure. for any amount of time and just decide, okay, we're going to take time off work and actually hang out for a little bit. Yeah. Because, you know, a hun- different yeah. yeah. And a hundred miles is a lot when sure. you work 40 hours a week, you know. So. Right. So we came, we really, really enjoyed it. Um, so then we decided we'd come back the following year and the following year. And we did, like, a haunted winery tour. Yeah. We did a haunted tour of the Glorious Psych Museum in St. Joe. Okay. Um, yeah. So we just really, we don't do, we can't obviously do a lot of our own personal investigation. Sure. But, yeah. So. That's awesome. So what have been some of your, like, highlights or favorite moments from the five years you've been here? Yeah. Can, can we, can, yeah, give her that mic real quick. I'm the one that won the exorcist kit. The oh, exorcism no kit. Yeah. So yeah, can you can you? I, I was here for that, but I didn't remember who won it. Can you tell us a little bit about what what was in that and what it all entailed? Um, it had uh, like uh, a little little bottles for holy water. Mm-hmm. It had um, little trays for like the uh, body of Christ. The, so, so this was the, from a priest, actually. Yes, like a real exorcism. A kit. real exorcism awesome. kit. Nice, beautiful box, just yeah. in antiques. It, I guess um, if I remember correctly. Um, the priest was in this family, and when he passed away, his, it, they passed it down, and then it ended up here as mm-hmm. one of the raffle uh, items. Uh, so the burning question, have you used it yet? No, I haven't had the Do occasion to? to use it. Yes, I would. Oh, okay. That would be really cool. We can find somebody. Okay. Give me Let me practice. I, ne- I think I need to uh, attend a few classes first. No, I think it's something you dive into. <laughs> I'll just Tri- dive trial into Trial by it. fire, right? <laughs> Give me a few more of these haunted whatever drinks and yeah, I'll be your yeah, first I'll, candidate for Yeah, that. Let's, let's do this. <laughs> awesome. Do you have any highlights from past conferences? Um, I don't... I, yeah, there's there's been, like... I, I really enjoyed Richard Eastup last year. Oh, yeah. The, little, at the last one. Yeah. Maybe... I don't know why... If, maybe it sticks out in my mind more because it was the very last one mm-hmm. uh, of the of that day, so... Um, but I liked... I, I actually followed up after that. My During the pandemic, you know, I couldn't go visit my mom. She mm-hmm. sent me, a, like, this, uh, this, this care package, right? And in that was... A movie, one of those movies, you know, packages that has like four combo oh, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. movies, and uh, it had the documentary for the haunting of Fox Hollow Farm, mm-hmm. and uh, popped it in my d- displayer, and it wouldn't work. I was like, damn. So I was like, well, my displayer's a little old. I'll just, you know, I'll just go buy, go out and buy a cheap DVD player. Sure. And uh, so I went to Walmart thought, well, this one has streaming services because uh-huh. my TV, I didn't have a smart TV at the time mm-hmm. until she bought me one for Christmas. That's very year. nice. Yeah. Uh, so I was like, oh, this has streaming services. This is perfect. So I bought this $75, $75 display, right? And, mm-hmm. and then uh, had to have the high-speed HDMI cord. Right, so right. $90 later, I could finally watch this movie that my mom gave me for free. Mm-hmm. So, Yeah. And did it work? Yeah. Oh, okay. It I thought you were going to yeah. tell me like the disc was haunted nope. or something. It, it or... wasn't haunted. Okay. Uh, no, I just needed it. My 15 year old DVD player was sure. not able to play it. That's all. You know, it's just getting to that time where I, I mean, at least things are getting cheaper now, you know, and yeah. like the technology. Yeah. Um, so, could okay, you have a spooky story you wanted to I do. tell me? I yes, have, please. I, have a ghost. I don't know about spooky because I really wasn't scared when okay. it happened. But um, so. My ex-boyfriend, he and I had known each other a long time, mm-hmm. and we'd been involved before. 
so I knew his apartment hadn't been haunted prior to this. Okay. But uh, this was 2018, and his brother had passed away in 2016. Mm. And uh, he had said that he'd heard his brother calling to him one day when he was walking home from work. And I believed him, totally believed him. Um, And I was staying over one night, and I thought he'd gotten up to get ready for work because I heard someone walking out of the closet Mm -hmm. into the bathroom. And I turn over, and uh, for the sake of anonymity, we'll just refer to him as that cheating fathead Burton. Mm-hmm. I love so, it. I anyway. love it. Drag his ass. Yeah. So anyway, I turn over, and he's he's still in bed. Uh-huh. So I knew it couldn't have been him, and I was like, well, maybe I was just half asleep, you know? Sure. A week later, it happens again. And he's on the second floor. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if you realize this, but in an apartment, you can kind of feel the pressure oh, yeah, yeah. when people walk. And that's sure. what I felt. And, it, it w- yeah, it was more than just hearing footsteps. Hmm. Um, so I was like, okay. And I told him about it. And he was like, oh, okay, so whatever. Yeah. He, he was like, yeah, it was probably my brother, you know, just kind of passed it off. Uh, then maybe two weeks after that, I wake up in the middle of the night and it felt like I'd been thrown bare-ass naked in a snowdrift, like, that instantaneous. I literally went, oh, shit, because it You're was cold? that freezing cold. Mm. I mean, just, like, instantaneous. Woke me up from a dead sleep. Yeah. Like I said. And, uh, uh. I'm like, he's like, what? What's wrong? And I'm like, I'm freezing. I have no idea what's going on. And I'm like shaking all over. And uh, yeah, then I'm always cold anyway. So at first he wasn't too surprised. Then he realized, you know, I had like cold emanating from my body. And uh, so then we shifted positions. He went to the outside of the bed, which was nearest the closet. And I stood on the inside of the bed. After a while, I realized I was waking up and he was sleeping in the living room. So I don't know if he was having some sort of experience Mm. and wasn't saying anything to me. And uh, then it almost, it didn't, and like I said, it didn't scare me Mm -hmm. at the time. And there was one day when uh, he had already gotten up and gone to work and I was just getting ready to leave, just putting on my jacket, standing Mm -hmm. in the dining room, kitchen light comes on. Mm. Nobody else in the apartment, kitchen light comes on. Yeah. And, uh. Uh, I told him about that, and then like a week later, we're sitting in the living room watching TV. Mm. The kitchen light comes on, so we broke up a little while after that <laughs> again. Okay. But but uh, yeah, so so I didn't experience anything else after that. But it like I said, it almost seemed like there was a pr- sort of progression, like the footsteps to yeah. the freezing thing, which supposedly they're drawing energy from from you, you know. But I wasn't scared, but I did know that he did have some of his brother's belongings in his closet. So mm-hmm. I don't know if that had anything to do mm-hmm. with it or not. It's like, bro, this is my shirt. I've told you before. <laughs> Stop wearing well, it. Well, they also had kind of a, a, a strange relationship. Well, then he should have been messing with his brother, not you, you know? <laughs> I sh- yeah, his brother was the artist and the writer, and we had a lot more in common than he Oh, no, and I I'm did. sorry. Oh. So the ghost should have been messing with... <laughs> oh, with, I misunderstood also, you hey, totally. I, I, no, I wasn't <laughs> saying, yeah, you chose the wrong brother. The ghost had more in common than the ghost Yeah, and actually, um, I had a book that his brother had given him for his birthday, year like five years earlier. Mm-hmm. It was uh, Joyland by Stephen King. Oh, yeah. And he was like, here, I already read it. You can have it. And so I took it home, and I read it, and I, and I kept it. And then whenever this started, I was like, maybe he just wants this back. Oh, yeah, <laughs> so take I, it, take yeah. it. So I, brought, I gave him the book back. And, he, of course, his brother had passed away, so then it really meant something to him. But before, mm. it was just like a... Right. You know, yeah, so... Oh, well, thank you for sharing, me, sharing that story with me. I like that. Okay. Is there anything else either you want to talk about or plug or any, anything? I have no ghost stories at all. That's not a bad it's, thing, though. Well, yeah... 
but you know, you you got the deodorant and the ghost repellent right, sitting right next to each other. It's it's easy to get them mixed up. <laughs> right, yeah, right. Yeah. Oops, I've been oh. using the wrong item. And well, it's, no wonder the ghost will no come No wonder me. I chose the wrong bottle. But you know, it's been great to meet you both, and um, I look forward to hanging out with you later at the conference. Definitely. Thanks, Thanks you so much. Thanks for listening, Cody. Absolutely. It was fun. Have you ever wanted to learn a new language? And I don't mean like spells or incantations to trap spirits, you weirdos. I mean like a new language that could help you start communicating with more people on this plane today. Then I need to tell you about Rosetta Stone. Look, you know the brand, you know the name. They have the expertise and a 30-year legacy, which makes them more qualified than ever to help you learn a new language today. They've helped millions of people build the fluency and confidence to speak new languages. Now, this is the part where Troy would tell me that I made some kind of grammatical error, but he's not here right now, so like, I don't know, let's like speak in tongues. Rosetta Stone focuses on speaking practice for real-life scenarios to get you ready for real conversations with real people. Or maybe you can even learn how to use some different types of Ouija boards. I don't know. Either way, Rosetta Stone can help you learn faster and retain your new language better. Honestly, Rosetta Stone really would have come in handy for season four of New Orleans because I know we butchered some of those French names and I apologize once again. Now you all know I have a nine to five job when I'm not at the podcast factory and Rosetta Stone actually helped me not make a total fool out of myself while I was in Brazil interviewing celebrities. Obrigado. And now I want to help you. So don't put off learning that new language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, American Hauntings podcast listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com today today. Rosetta Stone, how language is learned. Wait, by the way, Troy, like where do words come from? Hey, no, don't, 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 don't walk away. Oh, Troy, where do words at Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. So there are multiple, eh? I have one about a guy that I think was zipping up his human suit. Oh shit, okay. That has I also have some, um, a spirit. And I think feels like UFO thing involved. I don't know. Okay, all right, let's, um, okay. First off, uh, what, what's your name? My name's Anne. Anne, where are you from, Anne? Uh, I'm from Verdon, Illinois, but I live in St. Louis now. Okay, whereabouts in St. Louis? I'm in Creve Core. I'm in Creve Core. No shit. Yes, I'm, I'm in Briarcliff. Oh, okay, I'm like Olive in 270 uh, Waterfront Crossing. Uh, Why am I telling? Oh, I, I love be- that place. Isn't it beautiful? It is beautiful. I look Please there t- often. Please take a seat if you like. I look there often for places to rent, but you guys are full up. I know, all the time. It's annoying. Um, anyway, okay, tell me a ghost story, but can we start with the human suit one? Because I don't get a lot of those. Okay. Yeah, so, please. I work at a large university and all of our buildings are connected. And I'm walking down a major thoroughfare. This is probably about a year and a half ago when we still were going to work. Mm-hmm. And as I approached this very 
um, populated area, I see someone, a big guy, sitting on a bench. And he's looking at me like, as soon as I'm in that area, he's already looking at me and mm -hmm. I'm looking at him. And it's kind of strange because I'm usually looking for people that I know that will talk to and everything. I'm usually not, you know, focused on any one person. And he had a, a kind of a uniform on that wasn't anything I was familiar with, but that's okay. But as I approached, I could, his face was kind of off his frame. Huh, okay. And he was like zipping his neck. It sounds so strange and I can't believe I'm saying it. I love it. No, like a men in black kind of thing where he's I'm, not quite on the... Yeah, kind of. Hmm. It was like all kind of askew. Yeah. I don't know if you've ever seen a autopsy, but when they... I have not had the privilege to be in the room. When they bring the face down, yeah. they kind of expose your cranium and uh -huh. your face is kind of all wrinkled up. Oh, yeah. It looked like that. Interesting. What do you think that's all about? I have no idea, but why did I even think that it was that? I'm, I don't know. I mean, because I don't think about that kind of stuff. Yeah, you're not so much into the weird. Like, I'm not so much into. I'm not or? so much into that or into UFOs or yeah. anything. You say, wait, you, is this the story you were talking about that you said has some UFO stuff? Or is that a different no, one? No, that's a different one. Well, do you want to tell me that one? Are you sure. done with this first one? Yeah, I mean, I just I saw that there was no interaction, but it did feel like there was some sort of exchange of energy. I mean, it was sure. like there we saw each other. You didn't say, uh, excuse me, no. sir, your <laughs> face is off of your bones. Yeah, no. Um, but he just, he did not fit in mm -hmm. to the general surroundings. He just yeah. didn't fit in. Hmm. And um, I went back and told my friends about it at work and everything, and we all pretty much decided that that was kind of weird. Yeah. But I didn't have anything else from that. Sure. Well, I've seen a lot of memes and stuff lately talking about... Um, like what if you know what if ufos are just like the jeff bezos of other places coming to like you know vacation and, yeah, exactly. and do some fun shit because they're billionaire <laughs> aliens or whatever uh oh boy okay yeah what, what's your ufo story what do you got so when i lived in a house in the city um i often would have trouble sleeping and i would sleep in another room away from my husband and when i slept in this one room i all i almost I often had um, sleep paralysis. Oh, yeah. Something on top of me, holding me down. I couldn't talk. I couldn't react. I couldn't move. Did you see the shadow people and that sort of thing, I too? I didn't see anything, no. but I sure felt it. It, yeah. was, it was terrifying, and I got to the point where I couldn't, I didn't want to go to sleep. But when I slept in a certain bedroom that was at the back of the house, um, there was a window out, you know, facing the backyard. Whenever I slept in that room, I always felt that there was someone in the backyard mm. waiting for me. And I don't know why, because again, I'm not really into the UFO thing, but I always thought that it was some sort of UFO-related thing. Sure. And I never saw anybody in the house. I never felt like they got in the house, but I always felt like they wanted me to come outside. Mm -hmm. And um, after several years, we moved. We moved to another place, brand new house, built it. And that night, we were, we had all the door windows open and it was lovely night outside, crickets and everything chirping. And at some point in the middle of the night, I woke up to everything silent. There was no forest noise at all. And um, I got out of bed and I kind of looked outside because it was weird to have it so uh, quiet. Mm -hmm. And uh, nothing, and I went back to bed and there was this giant whoosh sound and um, there was definitely wind, but nothing moved. 
and um, then I never had any problems of that nature again. Huh. I don't know why I think those are related, but I do. Interesting. I think I just let them take me. You know, like, why, why not at that point? Uh, it could be an adventure, you know? Yeah. No, but that does sound scary. So you haven't had anything like that since, or? Well, so I live with my mother, okay. who's elderly, huh? and she's convinced that my father comes to stay with her at night, and oh. he sleeps with her at night. She gets the impression that someone's laying in the bed next to her. Is that creepy or lovely? I can't... Well, it's a little of both. Okay, sure. And she's not real happy with it, and uh. at one point, she was less happy with it, so I went over and I yelled at the thing sure. to leave her alone, you gotta get out of here, blah, blah, blah. And as I and I lived in Fenton at the time, so mm-hmm. as I was driving home, I um, was just turning onto 270 from Olive, mm-hmm. and I knew something was in the back seat oh, that I had pre- just spoken pretty sharply to. <laughs> so I didn't know what was going on there. Yeah. But I made it home, and then when I pulled into the driveway at my at my home, I spoke with it again, and I said, "You are not allowed to come inside. You cannot." come anywhere near me you got to go now Mm -hmm. and I went in my house and it was evening so I got went to bed and when I went to bed I laid on my side facing out away from the wall the other side of my bed is against the wall and as soon as I laid down there was like this presence right in front of my face Mm. I mean I didn't have my eyes open maybe I did I didn't see anything but it was just like a a, a presence right yeah. in front of my face. Like, look, you think you're going to tell me mm. where I can again go or that I don't exist? Yeah, I do exist. I thought you were going to tell me your car was haunted now and it was like <laughs> stuck in there. But, well, so so what happened after that? I mean, I just, I, I you know what? I don't even know. Nothing happened. Nothing bad. Okay. Nothing happened. And there was no, there were no, there was no more activity or anything. But I live with my mom now because she's, she's old. Mm. And we still have these presences and yeah. still feel things. Sure. I just yell at him to tell me to stay away. Right. It's almost like he was just flipping you off kind of. <laughs> like, yeah, okay, exactly. All right, I'm exactly. getting out of here. Wow. That is, yeah, that'd be terrifying. Yeah. You don't seem too rattled, at least now, even talking about it. I'm not really. I just feel like I know my boundaries. Mm-hmm. I know my space. I will be respectful of your space if you please be respectful of mine sure and at some point we probably will have some sort of conversation about why the hell are you here right but um not right now until then you just have a a roommate you gotta kind of i guess (laughs) avoid (laughs) awesome well is there anything else you ladies want to talk about or anything you want to plug or can we bring that micro? Or, or yeah, switch seats. I do have experience of things sitting on my bed now. I, 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 yeah, I do. So yeah, like, tell me all about it. Stuff sitting on your bed. Have, um, okay, I, I, a lot of people claim that they have feelings of things walking across the end of their bed. I realize mm-hmm. this because some people have restless legs or whatever, and I sure. understand that. But I've always had a feeling that deceased cats are coming across my bed because I can feel them walking like they would if they jumped on my bed, yeah, yeah, yeah. curling up and sleeping. Mm-hmm. But I say recently, in the last 10 years or so, I've had people I know, I feel, are sitting on the edge of my bed that are sitting, like her mom said, they come, you can feel the bed depress, and you can, you're like, sometimes I'm not asleep, sometimes it wakes me up from sleep, and I'm like, 
okay, they're sitting there. What do I do? <laughs> kind of thing. Um, I tried protective spray, spraying it, whatever. It'll go away for a couple weeks, and then it'll come back. Hmm. So I don't know who it is. This happened when I was in the UK when I lived over there once. Yeah. But it's happened now for the last, oh, six months. Hmm. Every, practically every night. Are you a cat person? I am a cat person. Yeah. I've had cats that have died on me. Oh. But see, the cat things, after I did the protective spray and the sage and the whole thing, the poor little cat prints went away. I didn't want the cats to oh. go away. But now I got this person sitting on the end of my bed that I don't even know who it is. Yeah. I've had deceased people, you know, I know. It doesn't feel like anybody I know. Sure. It doesn't feel bad. I'm not really scared of it. Mm hmm. But I sometimes, though, I'll wake up to the feeling of my covers being pulled off my bed. Oh, I don't and like that. <laughs> Well, I don't either, but, and I end up, I know this because I end up grabbing it, mm -hmm. acting like I'm asleep, uh -huh. and seeing trying if to catch them in the act. Yeah, try to catch them in the act. <laughs> See if they're still pulling. Uh. And every time I do that, they stop. Then <laughs> I let go, and it starts again. So it's like, okay, you can't fool these guys or yeah. whoever they are. Uh. But yeah, that's happening now. So I'm not quite sure who this might be or why. Or well, I don't talk to them. Like, I do. I Just recently I said, okay, what do you want? And I don't get an answer. Yeah. So I don't know. Sounds like a very childish kind of thing. It does. You know, it's pulling like, pranks and stuff. Or it does sound like it. Like sitting on, but the sitting on my bed thing is interesting. Oh yeah, that's more creepy. Although hmm. you thought it might be my dead husband, but he was a musician and he would have gigs late at night. Mm -hmm. And I'd be asleep and he'd come and he would sit on next to me on the bed Aww. and kind of say, "Hey, I'm back." Yeah. We'd have a chat or something. But he didn't believe in any of this stuff, and he certainly didn't believe in the afterlife. And Maybe I that's the irony of it. Well, that's, that's what I'm... Now that he can, he might. Yeah, I don't know. So I... Who knows? Who knows what it is? But what, I do know... What did, I do what know it's he, not me doing it. What did he play? Uh, um, piano. He, he played mm. for some famous bands in the 80s, like The Outfield and Lenny Kravitz and stuff like that. No shit. He played keyboards. That's awesome. Susie Quattro, he toured with. Um, so, like... Um, in the 90s, and then mostly he, he did lots of gigging um, in the UK because they're huge in music over there. Music yeah. and pubs, you know, kind of thing. Huh. So, yeah, he was in his 70s. His big career was mainly behind him, but he still was working nearly every night. So, yeah, it well, could maybe. be him. I don't know. He was very, um, he was very, he had a personality, let me tell you. So yeah. He, he, it was, sounds like something he might do to say, hey, I'm still around. Maybe uh, play some of Whoa. Oh, whoa. Hi, Reg. <laughs> he knows all about electronics. Wow. That's fucking weird. What was that? I don't know. Really? I really don't know. <laughs> I, that has happened before maybe once, but I, it was while we were doing another spooky podcast thing, so maybe I should... Whew, I was going to say maybe play some of that music and see if he starts going crazy, but before I could even say that, something went crazy. So It, it is. Huh. Uh, there was a video he was in with the outfield called um, Your Love. I don't know if you remember it. You're too young to be in the 80s. No, I was alive for four months in the 80s, and yeah. I, I just pissed myself and cried the entire time. <laughs> you know what? That's my... <laughs> <laughs> but, so. yeah, he, uh, he, he was very good at what he did. So yeah. um, And he was very as musicians have to be a tad narcissistic so sure we uh, toward the end weren't exactly getting along but i just find it very hilarious that he would actually come and sit on my bed he would probably be like meh he might be just doing it to bug me yeah i don't know feeling bad yeah 
No, that's true. You never maybe. Know. I don't know. I'll let you, I'll find you maybe tomorrow or Sunday. I'll let okay. you know if my computer does that yeah. again. Yeah, that's it, weird. I don't, it, it's done it one other time, and that was it. I don't remember the circumstances, so that's pretty, okay. it's pretty interesting. <laughs> Who knows? I got goosebumps. It's 3.23 p.m. Oh, yay, let's I did it. Let's yay. go. Thank you so much for <laughs> taking the time. 